We are here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's so real. All right, guys. It's time. This is our first episode. Holy cow. All right. What's up, guys? My name is Brittany Diana Ortiz. That's my full government name. (laughs) Brittany D Ortiz on Instagram. I'm Oye Brit O Y E B R I T T. And I'm here with my best friend in life, my soul sister. Bianca Hayes. Hey guys, how are you? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm very formal. Sometimes, oh, sometimes, formal. sometimes. Um, hello. Yes, I'm Bianca Hayes. Um, running me all that corporate money. That's that's okay. Our, let's talk about it. That's that's our telemarketer voice. Anyways, guys. Um, we're so excited to finally launch MC She. This has been something in the making for months. Um, Britt and I have very unique perspectives on hip-hop and in relationships with hip-hop and you know with us being going to school together and whatnot and conversing about our love for hip-hop we thought what better way to share our appreciation for it than over a podcast so after months of planning we're finally here finally making it happen and yeah um shout out to all the people on along the way all the Mm-hmm. other podcast people that we talked to before we even decided okay we're gonna kind of do this whole thing mm-hmm. really the focus of this podcast is just to only speak about and highlight and uplift but also critique in a respectful way women in hip-hop um that's why this is our first episode of mc she yay yay so a little bit background about my about myself I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I moved to New York City this just past May to pursue a career in a radio. dollar and a dream. Literally on a dollar and a dream. And it's been working out so far. And I decided, well, let's do this podcast thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was always a big fan of hip hop. But I want to say within the last few years, there's been a resurgence in women. And not just with Cardi B, just really just there are so many women MCs out there like the list goes on and on. And I'm such a stan of like girl power, girl gang, everything that I wanted a place to highlight and to promote anything that women that women in hip hop have going on. The tracks that they do together, concerts, um, what whatever it is. So with Brit, um, I know she had great relationships with hip-hop since a child because her father introduced her to it and then you guys used to like break dance together yo no (laughs) well hip-hop is is crazy young so my dad grew up in new york city Mm -hmm. and he did it all he he was a break dancer graffiti artist like the full nine yards and in my house like my dad always made it to i was listening to whatever he was listening to and the first song i knew all the lyrics to was um slick rick's Mm -hmm. children's story and that was like me and my dad's thing. And then from that song, we would just learn a lot of other songs from after that. And it really just grew an infatuation of love for yeah. like authentic, original hip hop. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then I went towards the more ratchet route. Now <laughs> here I am listening. You to evolved. S- yeah, I evolved into some other um, avenues of life. I'm listening to City Girls now, you know, because <laughs> in, my, in my early 20s, uh, that seems to be the mood here. <laughs> we not we not on that Jodeci tip, but yeah, no, hip hop has definitely mm-hmm. positively impacted my life, and right now I just think it's in a, a really dope spot. 
um, for women. And it's I make sure every day I listen. I'm listening to like Rico Nasty. Um, Just get I, you hype, like okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to feel like the baddest bitch on the block. Okay, walking, walking to the subway. <laughs> nah, that literally happened to me um a couple of weeks ago i was going through something and i literally just made a uh a playlist mm-hmm. of like rico cardi um bali baby like just all these rappers i love and i just it just completely shifted my mood like that's the power of music but like Britt was saying like you had a really good a really healthy relationship with hip-hop since you were a child for me it was a little different um because when i was younger I wasn't really allowed to listen to hip hop, period. Unless it was, I know, right? Tragic. Unless it was, um, like some forms of Biggie or Gangstar and stuff like that. But because I wasn't allowed, I guess I felt a little dirty anytime. Like I would listen to shit. <laughs> so, no, I guess I really did. Like I would feel guilty. Like you were sinning? Yeah. Like when I would be with my, because I have older cousins and that it was allowed for them um, to listen to it when they were teenagers but i'll be around my cousins or even just something i was to my own boom box i would feel so guilty because i'm like oh my my who made you feel the dirtiest when you listen like oh my mother was my mother um isn't that harsh on us uh but my father definitely like to this day like he doesn't really rock with hip-hop um when i was younger and me just always wanted to please my parents. I was like, oh, this isn't right. This shit sound good as hell, but it's not right. It's not right. <laughs> and then when um, I was in high school, I began to be less harsh on myself, but it was still there because I was under my parents' right. rule, you know? But then when I went to Syracuse, which is where Brittany and I met, by the way. Shout out to Q's alumni. Right? Um, When I went to Syracuse and I kind of had full reign over myself and like what I... I began to find exploration and well, just just finding fun and exploring different types of music. And I got back into hip hop when I would listen to hip hop, particularly women. So I'm going to definitely mention Little Kim because that's one of my favorite rappers ever or even Missy Elliott. Just women who aren't afraid to take reign of their lives and, you know, claim what they want when they want it and go after it. It really made me embrace my own womanhood in addition to a lot of things I dealt with at Syracuse. So at that point, regardless of how I was raised, I knew hip hop became essential in one, figuring myself out and being vocal and assertive about what I wanted because the music I was listening to and the people that I admired were doing the same thing. So therefore it helped me transform into that kind of woman. If there is anybody who's going to make you feel dirty when you're listening to music, it's definitely going to be little Kim. It's definitely going to be little Kim. So uh, sometimes I still be listening like, damn, did she say that shit? Like (laughs) I listen to stuff now, like the music that's out now. And it's, it's really wild. What did, what did Cardi B say on, on the Tatiana thing? She was like, or she she t- don't she don't take Plan B because she swallowed a nut. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in my mouth. Like no, so no. We're still there's still some the little Kim remnants of that. You know. Makes oh no, definitely. Dirty. I just mentioned her. There's so many people like that. Even Missy Elliott is interesting because a lot of like I would see shit on Twitter. People would say she wasn't sexual, but when you actually listen to it, she actually also was very, um, she was very sexual, very open, very, she she embraced her sexuality, but I think because of the fact that she's a larger woman, 
also possibly be because she's dark skinned um people when you look at her you don't think sexy you don't think at least in in terms of what we consider it in mainstream um so a lot of people will overlook her lyrics but if you think about a lot of things she said it also was about her oh yeah you know she was getting it down um was it i don't want no man in man <laughs> break me up show me what you got that's a classic right mm-hmm. there boy or uh, a lot of stuff is hidden is hidden in lyrics um, and it was still fun it was still cool um but their message definitely got across in fact at least to me and you did it <laughs> we got the point we got the point um so something we want to make current on on mcc is that we all we're always highlighting mm-hmm. new music from um female mcs and one of my favorites of absolute like all time right now is lay kelly 47 i hope i'm Definitely. saying her name right for her to be a favorite i hope she, i hope you are too but i, I think you got it lay kelly it. 47 that's who our cover for this episode is inspired by her album acrylic and um so Lay kelly is announced that she's going on tour that she's going on tour with um young baby tape who i really like her aesthetic too it's like all pink vibes all pink feels so i'm really excited for that um somebody if you want to be my sponsor and buy me some tickets to go see her um, I might get a little Kim for you. No, <laughs> Brittany or C's go somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm an independent woman. I could buy my own ticket. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm if just you saying, want you know, to buy, but a if ticket. the ticket is free, that's cute too. We're not gonna say no to gifts. Um, but I'm really, I'm really excited for Lay Kelly, and I'm really with the all girl gang shit. So I would wish that this prompts more women who decide that they're going to go on tour to bring other girls with them. Mm-hmm. Also, who's going on tour, like, I think Meek Mill is doing something really smart by bringing Cash Doll and Melly on on tour with him. And Melly is um, on his track, and that's the first time a lot of people have heard about mm-hmm. her. And she has a really unique kind of, like, scratchy, like almost like a little cartoony voice. Mm-hmm. And she's, I, she's a great entertainer, too. Yeah, so I think I think it's really smart for Meek Mill's brand mm-hmm. in general for him to bring out women. And it also exposes his fan base to them as well. Because the first thing is probably you know, that probably comes to mind is like, yo, these two these two these two women are bad mm-hmm. as hell because they are beautiful. Cash doll is beautiful. Absolutely. And they both write their own stuff. Hello. Talent. Ringing bells for the both of them because they both write their own fucking shit. And Melly is lo- loves to m- make people make it known. She definitely lets people know that she writes her own stuff, um, which is why I have an extra level of respect for her. Yeah, she's very independent and is focused on making a name for herself because I remember I was watching some interview. I forgot wh- uh, who was by, but when you know, she her her Bodak Yellow cover got really popular. Oh yeah, and she really did. Her manager was trying to convince her to do it, and she really didn't want to do it mm-hmm. because she was like she didn't want to hop on Cardi B's. Like she wanted Cardi B to have a moment with Bodak Yellow, but somehow she ended up doing it. Um, that was fire. I love her icy track. My favorite song by her is Shit Talk. That's my favorite song by her. <laughs> icy too, but I love Shit Talk. I I like I like when she throws a little like Spanish in there. Exa- oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I I I love when she when she throws a little bit of Spanish in there because it's it's just to let people know like what's up, a bitch is mm-hmm. bilingual. Hello, okay. 
Um, speaking of okay, who branded that? This is kind of old news, but shout out to Dream Doll because Dream Doll decided to clap back when Tory Lanez wanted to tell the world a real that G. that sh- that he smashed for free. What was her line? You can't even like a dude and fuck him for free. No right? more. Like, like I gotta feel bad. I and gotta why, guess something. And why is you. it? And why is it that you are beefing another guy and I gotta be included? Why can't you just keep it? Why to you what gotta it is? name drop? Because women, because women, time and time again, ego are used. Not only ego, but women are time and time again used as pawn mm-hmm. in battle with other men. Let's go back to one of the inf- most infamous beefs in rap history: Biggie and Tupac. Right? That unfortunately somewhat resulted in both of their deaths. Tupac claims that he smashed Faith, mm-hmm. like. And I'm sure that was was so much more to say and so many things that you could have not said. And you chose to say that that was that's a war tactic used amongst men to say, like, your women are seen as their property. That was your woman. That's my woman. And I had that. I had that. So that's what Tori was trying to do by saying, like. Mm-hmm. What you work hard for, the women that you that you boohooing over, I you whining and dining, easily. I don't gotta I don't gotta put no pressure on it. They throwing it at me for free, cause I'm Tory. And what does that say about you though? Like, first of all, that hairline is brand new, so let's Brittany. not that hairline. <laughs> I'm is, walking away. That hairline is brand new. Let's let's not be a hot body to be like yeah, women like Dream Doll is just. <laughs> All over me. I'm Tory Lanez, ho. Which I'm sure there probably are. Which I'm sure there probably are. But Dream Doll was not one of them. Mm-hmm. So, Shorty had to come correct, okay? And let the world know that you a cornball. Mm-hmm. And supposedly you like it in your booty because you wanted a threesome with another man. We're not going to sex shame. The tea was hot. We're not going to sex shame. I'm not sex shaming him. If you like... if you like, We're not going to sex shame. If, if you like bussy... Or to be provi- or you're the bussy provider. That's fine. That is absolutely fine if you're the bussy provi- provider. I don't. That's that's okay. That's your prerogative. But when you're ready to throw blows at people, you gotta be ready that all your skeletons is coming out the closet. Ain't no safe. What Pusha T said. Ain't it's not. You're nothing is safe. Nothing is safe in battle rapping. Nothing. It's crazy. Cause I was literally talking to one of my friends about uh, sexuality and about in rap. Well, no. But about, oh, just in general, yeah, this is fluid, like sexual, yeah, yeah, sexual, yeah. Just because, just fluid. because maybe you had a threesome with like a, if you're a man and you had a threesome with another man, doesn't technically mean you're that you want to date men. Sometimes it's just like you like sex, like to have certain sexual yeah. experiences with men. But some people aren't open minded to the point where you you can have a serious conversation about that. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't bother you personally. Like I feel like. We're all entitled to figure out what we want for ourselves. But like you did say, unfortunately, if you are, first of all, if, you, if you're battling and rapping, you are the one bringing it up. You have to understand that there's no boundaries. Yeah. Everything getting called out. Your mom again into this, mm-hmm. your dead granny, your dog. I, do you think it's too rough? I'm not. I'm not talking about Dream Doll and um, Tori because mm-hmm. I feel like Tori should have left her name out. I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Let me not say I don't, I don't understand because I do understand why she's brought up, but she should have never been entered into the conversation. If you really are that talented or really have that much to say, a woman should not be included. 
Um, it's hip hop. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Oi, um, Brit. Mo- mo- moving on. Moving on. Um, one of our favorites. You're gonna hear us talk. You're you're gonna hear us talk about her a fucking lot because we love her here, and a lot of people, especially in the industry, seem to love her too. Rico fucking yes. nasty. Rico nasty. Um, just came out with a very short documentary. It's like 15, 16 minutes with long. The fader. With the fader, it's called um, Counting Up which is also the name of one of her singles. And it's so good. If you enjoy Rico Ness, she has a really awesome story. Rico um, is a, is a mother, a young mother and her baby's father actually died early on. And um, it, it takes a peek into that and how she deals with that. And a little bit of that story um, it answers some questions about what her life is like on the road and about the people that she keeps around her. My favorite part of that whole documentary was um, that her manager is her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. How they even like came about and you know how you just supported her. They support each other mm-hmm. um, from the time they started up until now, hopefully, you know, for a long time. Her son is so cute. He seems like a dope, dope kid. And I love in one of the scenes in the um, documentary, she like brings him on stage, which I think is such a powerful moment. Because do you remember when we were when we were in college, there was like women who when at graduation ceremony, they would walk across the stage with their kid. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And we and, and like we wouldn't even know these women, but we would clap. You could just word. I didn't people in my own class. I had no idea who had kids. Right. And they would bring their their two year old, their three year old. These are really young kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the younger the kid is, the harder it is to, like, exactly. accomplish they things like that. For themselves. Exactly. So you have to have a babysitter. You have to be on them 24-7. And these women would walk across the stage, collect their diploma with and their we thought we baby had on hard. the hip. We thought we had a heart. Imagine managing a whole budding rap career and you have a whole toddler. So I just have a different level of respect mm-hmm. for Rico Nasty. So make sure you go um, check out Rico Nasty's The Fader documentary. Let us know what you think. Um, I think that it, there's needs to be a part two. She should yeah, start. It was, yeah, it she was. should start vlogging. People want to know. I want to know more about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know more about how she puts her looks together. That's a popular thing because she has one of the dopest styles ever. Very eccentric. Very unique. Very like punk rocker emo ish. Like, but she also has like a little bit of an androgynous look mm-hmm. to her. Um, speaking of androgynous look and her styling, she actually walked in her first ever fashion show for gypsy sport and she tweeted about it and it was super dope. She seemed so grateful. I love when an artist is really grateful for mm-hmm. opportunities because you never want to let anybody get to, for someone with a, I don't like when people get too much of a big head, mm-hmm. but that documentary shows you why she's so level headed. Yeah. I mean, she dealt with the loss of her child's father. She, um contemplated su- she actually tried to commit suicide a couple of times giving birth starting her rap career like there's just so many trials and tribul- tribulations that she's been through that i'm sure that with her opportunities that come along she's very appreciative because she knows what it's like to not be in the spot that she's in right now amen amen so shout out to rico nasty um another congratulations now this the news is a little bit is a little old now but this is our first episode, and we are, this is MC She, and we're all about touching on 
the news of women in hip hop, and it is evident that we talk about this. Who we talking about, girl? Girl, <laughs> Cardi fucking B has a Grammy. What? Isn't that like your name on Twitter now? <laughs> Cardi has a Grammy. Yo, my name on Twitter right now is you can find me at Oye Brit, but my header is Cardi has a Grammy. Grammy in all caps. Because that just shows you how proud. Listen, that shit is fucking crazy to mm-hmm. me. Crazy. I remember watching her on Love and Hip Hop, bro. Like, and her and her Instagram videos when she was still at the club. It makes it so amazing. It makes me so proud to see her evolution, and it it ha- is well deserved. Don't get me wrong; it's well deserved, but it happened so quickly. I think that's also part of the excitement with it. Because we literally got to see her evolve in a set. In so a, quick, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Sis yeah. has a whole, like, Pepsi commercial. Now. A fucking Pepsi. Beyonce has a Pepsi commercial. Like, and a Grammy. Like, she's up there. Well, Beyonce has multiple Grammys. Mm-hmm. But Cardi B could get there soon. <laughs> um, the thing is with Cardi, though. And she's so just down to likeable. earth. I likeable. mean, yeah. Like, that's that's really what it is. It's her personality. Um, Obviously, like, the style is pop. I'm not, I'm not taking away from her. But it's also the personality. Like, Cardi B is cool as hell. There's a discussion happening on Cardi B and whether or not she deserved it. Now, Bianca, your take on it is that she did deserve it. But I feel like the more appropriate award, the more appropriate Grammy for Cardi would have been Album of the Year. Okay, just remind us, what what did she win it for? Okay, so Cardi B won Grammy for Rap Album mm-hmm. of the Year. And that was up against Travis for Astroworld. Mm-hmm. Nipsey, who I personally think had the most matured um, project in that okay. in that category, like he was talking about some real stuff, um, and I really respect and admire Nipsey Hussle. He was actually coming with Doctor Savy um, documentary. Oh yeah, but we could talk about that offline. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's we need to protect Nipsey. That's our Hussle. guy. That's our we, guy. We Savy, need to that's pr- our guy. We need to protect Nipsey Hussle at all costs because mm-hmm. he is coming out with that. But um, to focus on Cardi. I think that she should have won album of the year because okay. at this point she is one of the, if not the most influential right now in this present moment in time, most influential like cultural icons right now mm-hmm. It in terms of like timeliness, like internationally people, people know Cardi B when white people are rooting for you. That is how you know you have won Harper's the bizarre type shit. Listen, like that's how you know you have won the coin. In terms of cultural, overall beyond rap, like cultural influence, I feel like Cardi B's album was more appropriate for album of the year category okay. versus like I don't I don't consider Cardi B's album Invasion and Privacy pushing rap in mm-hmm. term like rap, the art of rap forward Mm -hmm. i feel like she pushed rap forward in different ways in terms of like what it takes to be a marketable star because she was the first person to come up everybody doubted her everybody doubted her when she first came out like everybody and as a woman as a woman Mm -hmm. too like she the most fire person in hip-hop is cardi b and she's a woman i feel like she pushed rap forward in terms of like how we view and who who gets to actually attain a level of success you know thank you yeah Not that we have power over that but i think subconsciously 
people really have an idea, not just rap, but things in general, like actors, actresses, whatever, of what the person's supposed to look like, what the person's supposed to rap like. Right. And Cardi B just doesn't align with any of what we thought is supposed to happen. And she exceeded a lot of people's expectations. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. She, she was Cardi B was supposed to have her fifteen minutes, and it was supposed to be a rap. And especially her. when she got pregnant, people were really like counting her out too. Like, oh, this is this is this now. This is the end. Yeah, I feel like she. I mm-hmm. I feel really feel like she deserved album of the year. Period. Because she, it it was it was beyond rap. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was really b- beyond rap. Like this is actually my first time thinking about it like that. Like I didn't think of like why she should have had album in yeah. the instead of rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person who won was some country singer chick. Um, that's not my that's not my area expertise. So <laughs> like, and because we're not in tune with that genre, maybe it was influential. But I'm pretty sure that her fans know about Cardi B. Someone had tweeted that. Our guy, look at Dustin. Listen. <laughs> I remember he tweeted basically saying that. I don't know who that is. Bas- this, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Like, who the fuck is that? I'm paraphrasing. I don't know. He basically said, I don't know who that is, but I know her fans know who Cardi B is. That part. First of all, if your parents, <laughs> if you are a young person and your parents know no about Cardi, Cardi B, this is how you know that Cardi B's impact is so fucking strong. When you get invited to speak at a political event oh, for the yeah. United States government, like what what was it? Damn, no, now I need to know what she got invited to. It was something with with the Democrats, though, right? Hold on, I think it was the State of the Union. Cardi B was invited to speak at a Democratic event political event like there was a petition for cardi b to speak that the united states government i mean this also talks about how much of a joke our government is too but that's a whole nother conversation Mm -hmm. but the fact that she was invited to speak there is because she 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 gets fans which is a which is the same reason why she now has a las vegas residency Mm -hmm. which is another thing that people were judging her on she has one album what is she gonna perform but her performance at the motherfucking Grammys definitely showed us how she brings people out. And how deserving it is. So, I, like, at this point, this isn't even a conversation anymore. Like, just admit that y'all just don't like Cardi B because she is not the... She's not what you had in, in mind. mind. Yeah. The, the, just just do that and that it. Because that's what... I feel like that's what it comes down to. But then, you know, with Drake's speech... With and Drake, then they feel like... Sorry. And then they feel like she don't she doesn't work hard enough because she doesn't write her own raps. What it takes to be what it what it takes to be an overall hip hop star, what it takes to be a person in the limelight, is a lot of times so much more, which is unfortunate. Was is so much more than sitting down and writing the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That is only one part of the overall thing. And yes, it should all it should be all about the music, but there's so much more in marketing and packaging an artist. Like, somebody can write it for lyrics. you, but are you selling it to me? Are you selling that image Do, to me? Mm-hmm. Am I feeling it when you rap it? Like, um, what were... What are, you, you were about to mention Drake's speech. Oh, I was going to say, what are what are some of the other parts of the Grammys, though, that make us not respect it? Because it's funny because I, I felt myself... One thing comes to mind. I, I felt myself rooting 
for Cardi B as like the kind of underdog, the newcomer in the game. I wanted I that felt like a win for all the girls round the way, mm-hmm. if we want to take it back to Ella Cool J. The for the for the girls from the block. With the bamboo earrings. Yeah, the girls with the bamboo earrings, the girls from the block. That felt like a win for for us, for like, you mm-hmm. know, for 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 the girls who use slang and you know, maybe some of them who didn't finish college, like it, because that's what she embodied. Yeah, that's what she, she she's she's literally the American like story. Like that she's she's her own version of the American dream. Mm-hmm. Literally come from nothing to not just something to everything. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um what about the like how much is it really cuz now this the conversation sparked up about how important is it really to win a Grammy? Like what is the validity of having a Grammy. I can't really find a word to describe it right now, but for the closest thing is indifferent only because what we mentioned earlier was, well, uh, off the record, um, what Brent and I were talking about earlier um, was that it's interesting how when an artist that we respect, our favorite artist doesn't win something that we thought was well-deserving, we're quick to discredit the Grammys. Like, oh, it's, it's all about politics. It's not, Real, yeah yeah you know, that doesn't really that's not really a testament to your artistry yeah but then when our favorite artist or somebody we love aka cardi b wins we're all for it so i definitely still think it's something great to be acknowledged for like in your career to say you know in present time or years down the line like wow like i really won the grammy i remember that experience when i accepted it the hard work i put into earning that grammy but we also have to understand that just because somebody did not receive a Grammy does not mean they aren't a great artist and they shouldn't be appreciated. Yo, some of the people that actually congratulated Cardi on winning the Grammy included um, Iggy Azalea, who <laughs> who I really like, even though she's been on her Instagram thotty stuff. I really fuck with Iggy. We don't judge over here. Yeah, she's, she, she's cool. Iggy Azalea congratulated Cardi. Rhapsody, who's a fucking OG mm-hmm. and Jay Z co-sign, lyrical genius, lyrical fucking genius, um, way beyond her fucking time. We're gonna appreciate her when it's fucking too late, probably. The brat, little Kim, of course, my fave, little Kim, of course, shout her out. Remy Ma, I really, I that that to me, I feel like putting all their tweets side by side and like framing them because i love that all the women genuinely um congratulated mm-hmm. genuinely congratulated cardi for winning mm-hmm. um because honestly whether you know however you feel about it like this this was a win for all women everywhere especially like women in exactly. the mu- in the music industry like this was this was a win for fucking us because shit bef- even even when it comes to and you were, we were talking about this earlier um oscars the academy awards like women were just getting female directors ava duvernay mm-hmm. were, was were just getting recognized recognition for their work so the fact that cardi won in a male dominated genre it for rap it says a lot it says it, it says a freaking lot and the people who to win before her included and i'm not sure if this is in order but this it goes from here it goes lauren hill lisa left eye lopez for her stuff with tlc queen latifah okay what era are we talking about 
Lauren Hill got it in 1990. No, no, I was being sarcastic. I'm just, I'm just, oh. I'm just showing like the gap, <laughs> like the gap ass. in, yeah. the gap in oh. terms of like, oh yeah, this when was people like, were being recognized. Oh yeah, t- the 90s. Lauren Hill got one. Lisa we Left Eye, Queen Latifah. The most recent one would be Missy Elliott's. Was the last Missy Elliott and was um Missy Elliott. I think was the last person to get one. And what year was in that? In like 2004. But don't yeah. quote me on that, please. Don't quote me on that. My facts are not valid right now. But yeah, I was just saying that to be like sarcastic. Like in terms it's of, been years. Yeah. It's been years, which makes me even more mad that Cardi, I mean that um, it, it's been a lot of years, which makes me even more mad that Nikki has, didn't win one. Mm-hmm. Because that would have shown, all right, we acknowledged her. But nah, Shorty was beating out dudes, and we still ain't give sis no award. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of award shows and not giving um women their due credit, Nicki Minaj posted that she will not be performing uh, at BET. And as much as I disagree with Nicki's shenanigans, wait, but why did she times, say why did she say that she wasn't performing at BET because they had tweeted something? What did they tweet? I don't I don't recall the specific tweet, but it was something. Um, they were basically like congratulating Cardi B, but it wasn't just that. Like they were also throwing shots at her. Um, yeah, they said that she's getting. Her. They said that she's getting dragged. They said that. Ni- BET tweeted that Cardi B, I mean, BET tweeted that Nicki Minaj was getting dragged by her lace front at the oh, sight no. of winning. And you know what's crazy? Because I never actually saw the tweet or like even heard exactly what was talked about. I just knew it was regarding Cardi and Nicki and they were, they, dis- they disrespected Nicki. By the lace front? Yes, by the lace front, sis. By the fucking lace front. Which in turn, Nicki was like, oh, word? I'm getting dragged? Oh, word? Okay, bet. Um, Young Money will no longer be a part of the BET experience or award show. Heart, prayer hands, heart. Summer tour. All love. <laughs> summer tour dra- dates. Summer tour dates dropping soon. Unicorn. That was the only appropriate response. Because as much as I disagree with the shenanigans I see from Nicki Minaj time and time again on Twitter and with Queen Radio... You're not going to disrespect her and have her on the lineup and think she's like... <laughs> and pay her to bring out, to sell, to sell out. Well, a lot of people that actually are there are there to see Nicki Minaj. At the end of the day, I know, you know, we laugh at artists from time to time. Like, we joke about stuff. But there's a difference between me and you doing it or just somebody on Twitter doing it on our yeah. personal account than me actually tweeting for from the black entertainment television Twitter account. That's very different. You're representing a whole brand that's supposed to, that's supposed to uplift black people, especially women. And and here you are. But it just it just shows you how sometimes well a lot of times there's a focus on getting those likes and retweets that she'll say whatever just to get it because people knew, especially since it's come from BET, people knew like, "Oh shit, BET just said that." Like let me retweet it. Let me like. Let me comment. Yeah, but it's just like there was, there was a way to congratulate Cardi without including Nikki, first of all, and there was also a way to congratulate her without disrespecting Nikki. But you knew that would garner more eyes. But clearly, it was it worth it though. Was it worth it though? Was it worth the tweet? Yeah, 
because now the you answer don't. is no no <laughs> that's the answer <laughs> in a perfect world cardi b and Nicki minaj would be on a track together in a and wait b- before before you sorry before you continue i'm not going to sit here and act like there isn't um pressure on people who are like in social media because your job is to garner you know Views exactly so i'm not i'm not going to sit here and act like oh they did it for nothing like that was just like we know exactly why they did it they knew that it would become popular so they thought about a way that they could get a tweet to become viral and they did but at what cost now you done lost your job because i definitely think bc and unfortunately your number got exposed and i think your picture got exposed too yeah and their phone number twitter good for that like you you gotta be careful on Twitter. It's not safe out there. Twitter's the ops. There's no heart on, on in the internet. There's no heart. Like your safety will literally be put at risk. Your address will be revealed. Your number will be revealed. Your picture will be revealed. Yeah, so they'll be posting no non makeup photos on there because oh they judging all that. <laughs> they judging all your face tune. They judging all that. But like I said, in a perfect world. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj would be on the track together, and of course, all was there. All this, just that, all this shit, all this shit, pretty much wraps up our first episode Yay. of MC She. Please, we're super open to critique, criticism, and we hope that we can continue to open your eyes to the realm of women in hip hop and how important their input is to the culture of rap. But <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. It's probably all of my friends who are listening to this and anybody. Who and that's fine. We appreciate you. <laughs> and anybody who took the time out to sit through this podcast. Um, thank you. And mm-hmm. we, we really love you. We do. <laughs> we love you for real. For and real. we can. We, we just like look forward to growing, growing, being on a journey with you all, learning and just evolving and seeing what's next. Just going with the flow. And that's a wrap. Woo! Until next time. Until next time, MC Sheed. You heard. Peace out. We out.